Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. Okay, so I think on some level, we all know that we can kind of become like the people we're around. But lately, I feel like in my life, I've seen so many examples of this that I'm like, this, is, this has got to be an episode. And it's something that in my life, I think I don't realize how deep it goes and how far back it goes. And so I wanted to share just some different examples of what I mean by this. So for instance, I was at my daughter's art class and the night before there was a mom's night out from like the, the, the school near there. And so one of the moms was like, yeah, it was really interesting. Like I didn't realize everyone at that table was going to make their tote bags for their kids. And then the instructor, who's my friend, Casey was like, yeah, it's kind of cool because it was really interesting to see how each table did the same things. And I was like, wait a minute. I know I'm listening. You were talking about mom's night out. I wasn't interested. Now I'm interested. And so she was saying, and it, I, I chimed in and said, this just proves the point of it's not right or it's wrong, but we all kind of assimilate in an environment, in a culture, in a setup, and we kind of look around human nature, nothing wrong with it, guilty of it myself. And it's like, okay, we're all making tote bags with our kids' names on it. Cool. All right. That's cool. I love that idea. Like, let's all do it. And then the other table was like, they just did, they stamped um, like shapes. And the third table did a very artistic kind of abstract, um, you know, number on their, their tote bags. And I just thought, wow, you know, it's so simple, but it illustrates the point so beautifully around what we think is possible, our, our belief systems and how, so no one, I don't think any of the moms said consciously, like, I want to do what everyone at my table is doing, but the way that it organically happens like that, I think it's something we have to be aware of. And I was sharing this with one of my clients and I was like, I think this is just like a a podcast, you know? And, uh, I was telling her about my husband's favorite business book is the millionaire next door. And that is a very old book about money. And what I love about it is I'm just such a visual learner that in this book, it'll give you examples of different people, different people with similar financial setups who end up having very different lives. And one point from that book that sticks out to me is these two doctors, they get out of, you know, uh, what's it called? You know, medical school. They get out of medical school at the same time. They both go into profession, whatever, whatever kind of doctors they are. They have a similar uh, salary. One of them moves to the fancy neighborhood. The other one stays in his middle-class neighborhood. And it, it, and it illustrates very beautifully this same idea that the person that lived in the high-end neighborhood ended up assimilating and spending time around people that had a higher end lifestyle. And the person that never moved ended up being able to continue to live 
their life um, in a very similar fashion, but they didn't uptick on all of their spending. And what the book so beautifully shows is how subconscious this is. So for instance, it says like, okay, so Randy gets home from a day, you know, at, you know, doing surgery, whatever. And his neighbor says, Hey Randy, what are you, where are you guys going this summer? So then he just very nonchalantly says, I don't know. I haven't talked to Barb yet. And then next thing you know, they've got to plan a trip now. And it's like, it's almost like, you know, they say like, it's hard to stop like, you know, the wheels from turning. And I think that that is just such a great reminder of like, wait, are we co-creating our lives? Are we working in a, in a salon that everyone does this, everyone's ordering pizza for lunch, everyone's doing, and, and, and like, that's a stupid example, but you get the point. Or are we putting ourselves in positions and putting ourselves in rooms with people we want to be like, or we find inspiring? And, you know, I'm a big believer that like, you know, our lives and like, they're kind of always mimicking back to us what we believe is possible or what we believe to be true. And so, you know, and this is different, but similar, you know, for a while I was kind of like, I don't love having guests on my podcast because it's so much work. Okay. So I felt like for a while, like I would have so much legwork in the scheduling, in the Um, things coming up, feeling like kind of similarly to like when you first started, you know, running your own business and you felt like, you know, people would have like emergencies and you'd be like, okay, you can't come. I totally get it. It felt a little bit like that for me for a while. Like people would have something come up or there'd be this things. And I was just like, this is just too much. But I think it was also giving me feedback around how I was setting it up and who I'm having on. So I don't know if this is clear, but I was sending my friend Jenny a voice message today and I said, oh my gosh, if the guests I'm having on my podcast are any indication of where I'm at, I am in alignment. I can't even tell you. It's like I schedule the interview through Calendly or whatever it's called. I shoot them the day before I, sh- you know, they find a time that works. I shoot them some information about the zoom link the day before I get their headshot emailed back promptly. I swear every person, like all six people, boom, 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 just like clockwork. And I think, you know, it's kind of a combination episode, an episode around like, you know, be aware of who you're around, but also have self-awareness <laughs> around yourself and what you're bringing in. And if it's not what you want. And I remember my friend Dawn Bradley saying, oh, like this is forever ago. She was like, maybe you're not having the right people on. And it's not like a right person or a wrong person, but people that um, run their lives and their careers in the way that I do in this very kind of straightforward to the point efficient sort of way. And to me, it's been such a beautiful, um, I don't know what the word is, but just like reflection back to me of like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm around, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm on my path. And I think, you know, it's kind of in tandem with 
if you don't feel like that, or if you're catching yourself in environments and rooms with people where you're like, okay, is that how we're doing it? It's, it's something to look into because you might wake up one day, like I woke up one day trying to do it right, but right for the wrong person. Right? So it's like, I was going after success. I was going after being busy. I was going after like all these external things that for me were external for someone else. They might've been more intrinsically motivated. So it's like that whole thing of like, we can't copy someone else's outside because we don't know what's on the inside. And Nina Kovner from Passion Square says that, you know, more eloquently than me, but something around the idea of we never know someone's why. So for instance, like when I was grinding in the salon all those years, if I had a why that was like, I'm a single mom taking care of my daughter, that would have been a totally different why than what I was doing. That wasn't my situation. And that why would have made more sense, you know, than you know, hustling for my worth out there, slinging as much color as I could. It's the return was never, it's never there. But I think it's just a great reminder of like, if you haven't stopped, you know, so many of us are looking around too much, but then sometimes we don't look around in the right way with the right lens to be like, wait, is this even a game I want to be playing? Like, do I want to live in this neighborhood? Like, do I want, do I want to play these games? You know, there was something recently where someone said like, oh, I'm surprised that Lindsay wants her kid to go to that school because like, there's not much of a community there. It's like, well, Pam, I'm not looking for a community. I building that elsewhere. I am looking for, not that it's any of your business, Pam, what I'm looking for is an environment my child can thrive in. I'm not going to school there. She is. And I think it's like stopping and getting honest with ourselves, getting to know ourselves enough to know the why behind what we're doing. And sometimes, and in past times in my life, probably subconsciously, because I never would consciously try and do what everyone else is doing, but subconsciously, like the doctor in the neighborhood who doesn't even know that he's trying to keep up because it's the American dream. It's just, it's a slippery fucking slope. And so I'm just reminded, I'm reminded of also, I had my fourth annual yoga birthday party. And I think about the first year, four years ago, it's like my first birthday to my fourth birthday. And I think about how not an indication of, not, not that the people at the party has changed that much, but the energy behind it has. For instance, the first year, it's like it went on and on and on and on. It was like five o'clock and it started at 11. But I think the goal in life is not to look back and be like, Lindsay had no boundaries back then. The goal is, and like what I'm happy about is how as I'm evolving, so is that party. So is the length of the party. So is the conversations at the party. And I think that a lot of times our lives are mirroring back to us, like I was saying earlier, of like where we're at. So like, I feel like the it makes sense. I'm proud of the growth that I've had over the last four years and beyond 36 years. But 
I think just looking at things through the lens of like progress and the ability to stay connected with ourselves. And like, to me this year was all about coming back to myself. Like I didn't have an aura reader. I didn't have all these extras. I was like, I want it to be about the yoga and the conversation and it's enough and it's small. And then after I'll take a nap and I'll have leftovers with my family. And I just did two like trays from Whole Foods. And it's like, I feel like I simplified, but I think that beyond having just two, a fruit and a veggie tray, what what was simplified was my inner world and the clarity that I had. And that allowed for my external world to just mirror that. And so I just share with you, you might be in an environment that's not bringing out who you are, but who you've been told you're supposed to be, or you might be, you know, keeping up with people you don't even mean to keep up with and that you really at the end of the day, at the end of your life are not going to care. They don't, they're not going to care the trip you put yourself in a tough spot financially to go on. And surely you're not going to care. You impress them at the end of the day. So I just wanted to just share like this theme I'm seeing in my own life and the relationships I have with others. And, um, you know, when you bring the unconscious to the conscious, it, it tends to dissipate and it tends to give you a path forward. So as inconvenient of a truth that one stumbles on, I just think there's something here for us all to learn. And uh, till next time, have a wave-making day. <laughs>